Welcome back to The Watchlist. I'm Nicole Petalides, a keen eye here on Bed Bath & Beyond. The shares continue to fall. It depends when you look, right? You'll see it's down 20, 30, 40%. Today, right, week to date, it's down 11%. That's basically just today. But if you look over one month, it's up nearly 100%. So it's so hard to interpret where these shares really should be. And last week's decline, we talked about this with a big player stepping out. Seth Basham is with us, Managing Director, Equity Research at Wedbush Securities. Thank you so much for being with us. So is there opportunity here or you have an underperformer? Is this sell, sell, sell? It is way overvalued at nearly 10 bucks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, bottom line is that we think the stock is still overvalued. The valuation is uh, uh, disconnected right now from the fundamentals of the company. And we're seeing that reverse over the last few days, and we think there's still further downside to $5, which is our target price. So at what point would you ever buy back into this? I mean, when you have the big players stepping out and serious issues plaguing this company, do you, see, do you foresee at any point changing this rating? If the company is able to solve some of its critical challenges, there could be an opportunity to buy the stock. Those challenges include showing up its balance sheet, appeasing vendors, and getting a value proposition that's more appealing to consumers and customers. If they're able to do that, then there's an opportunity. But those are very big challenges in the near term here. Would a restructuring plan help or maybe even moving into bankruptcy? Well, certainly uh, as an equity holder, uh, a bankruptcy would be uh, disastrous. So that would not be helpful. Um, as it relates to restructuring the balance sheet by getting some fresh capital involved um, and still leaving room for the equity, uh, that's a possibility. And the company does have liquidity right now, uh, but it's not enough to really appease all of its vendors. Our checks and media reports are indicating that some vendors are halting shipments or demanding cash on delivery. And when you think about retailers and their demise historically, it's been when the vendor community has stopped supporting them that you've seen a downward spiral. So we need to make sure that they can get that vendor support in order to keep this business running. Can they actually secure some financing to do this? to secure this financing and then appease those vendors? Because the truth of the matter is, if they can't get deliveries of new stuff, they're selling the stuff that they currently have at 80% off, plus, plus more if you have a coupon. I saw that in your notes. I mean, that's almost free. Yeah, so I think there is an opportunity for them to raise capital. Um, they have uh, an asset-backed um, line right now with an option for 375 million file alone, first in, last out, uh, which is a possibility. Secondly, they're looking to lend against the intellectual property of their buy-by baby asset, and there could still be an opportunity for them to sell that asset entirely. I think an at-the-money equity offering is less likely at these depressed levels. You know, they talked about that. There was so much talk about the buy-by baby unit being sold off. Um, I would say over the last year or so, why didn't it happen sooner? And why did it come to this point? So I think that the interest level has died as the trends in the business have slowed. So I think that's the primary reason. They may have been asking too much of the marketplace in terms of value for that business as well. We've always been of the view that RC Ventures 
$2 billion plus valuation of that business was way overdone. We think it's worth somewhere between six and $900 million. I see. So at this point now, you have an underperform rating. Uh, Ryan Cohen's entire position sold that off. Um, did that come as a surprise? I think a lot of people were anticipating that might happen, right? It was a possibility, but certainly a surprise, especially the speed at which it was done when he filed uh, the potential sale forms with the SEC last Wednesday. It's when we moved from neutral to underperform because we thought that was a key momentum changer for the stock, which had been up, been bid up by the meme crowd. Uh, without his support indicating the strategic direction of the company was less certain, uh, we thought that was the right time to move to the underperform rating. Well, I think you've been very fair to Bed Bath & Beyond, saying that they could, you know, as you talked about the first in, last out facility, that they have potential to raise capital, um, that it's not over yet, and some people may be writing them off altogether. In the meantime, this stock is down dramatically in the near term. Is there anything else we should be thinking about when it comes to Bed Bath & Beyond, the meme stocks? or any of the other stocks that you're watching really closely right here this week? Yeah, well, home furnishings retail space is under pressure from a demand standpoint. So Bed Bath & Beyond is caught up in that, but they're also caught up in poor management of their balance sheet over the last year as they bought back stock at higher prices and also mismanaged their operations. So from a mean stock investing standpoint, this is a, a lesson learned uh, that the fundamentals matter uh, greatly when you're evaluating uh, investments in retail stocks. Seth Basham, it's nice to speak with you about this. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your perspective today on Bed Bath & Beyond from Wedbush. Thank you very much.